This is Friday, November 17th. Have you gotten tired of Zoom meetings? Have you noticed how positive the experience is when you come together person to person with others? I remember hearing a TED talk, by the way, that stands for Technology, Entertainment, and Design, and there are talks that they plan all over the world. And one of those talks were given by an expert, was given by an expert on children. She explained what are called the magic years, the first few years of the life for children and how they are primed to learn at this time. They can quite easily learn more than one language. They can solve problems if given the chance. But the researcher noted that they cannot learn in the same way if they are watching a screen. They need the presence of an actual person physically with them. And even as children grow older, the presence of a person alongside them as they're learning accelerates their ability to learn. Now, why is this? I think it's because God made us as social creatures. We were made for community, and we thrive only in community. Even this week, the Wall Street Journal published a story with the heading, Loneliness isn't just bad for your health, it's deadly. The report cited the most recent research demonstrating that death by any cause increases for those who are lonely. And who is lonely? More people than ever. Let's jump to our text for today, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24 to 25. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. Now, the major issue at hand when this book was written was persecution. Though the Christian community was quite small, by the time of Emperor Nero, Christians faced persecution. Often this led to exclusion since the guilds of workers were connected to the worship of one or more of the pagan deities. For Christians who would not make sacrifices to the gods, this meant being excluded from work and commerce. For making a living and supporting a family, well, that became much more difficult. During this time, meeting together might put them in harm's way. This remains a problem in parts of the world today, where churches have been attacked during their worship services, where following Christ is not simply frowned upon, but can actually put your life at risk. One missionary family from Pakistan I know often faced danger. One, man, one day, a man called the father and told him that they were watching the school where his children attended and could easily grab his children at any time. At one point, that man was pulled off the street and blindfolded and held for two days and mistreated. He was only released after being threatened and hurt. You see, during a time like this, it would be easy to stop coming together to meet for worship and prayer. But in this message from Hebrews, there is a call to gather together nonetheless, because their hope is in Jesus. It is at times of greatest difficulty that we need to stand others to stand with us, that it's good not to be alone. At the, at the time, some were in the habit of staying home. Today, that is also the case following COVID-19. We got into the habit of watching screens, of staying home rather than showing up 
to stand with others in worship. Granada continues to maintain an online live service, but in some ways that works against what, what is for our best. I get it. We're a culture of people that love choices and options. If I'm tired, I want to be able to get the worship service on demand, like I get the rest of my viewing. But growth in Christ, walking with Jesus, requires me to live in community with others. I cannot do that on my own. This letter to the Hebrews captures this well. The three let us statements are a call to the community of followers of Jesus. Think about it for this moment. They did not see their faith as an individual enterprise, but as a family one, a national one. They understood God calling together a community to walk in his truth. The core statement of the Jewish faith is this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. God's call was to a people, a nation, really. Now, in our day and place and time, the importance of the individual has eclipsed the importance of the community almost entirely. While when the book of Hebrews was written, the danger was that the people would cease meeting together because of persecution. But the reason today is we feel little need for the community, even though we have that need. We purchase our groceries at the store. These foods have been produced who knows where and by farmers we've never met and packaged for our enjoyment. For the sake of efficiency and low prices, we have outsourced the work and lost connection to the land and the people who produce what we enjoy. Our kids have no idea where it's all coming from and all that is required to bring it all to our door. But behind these practices, it is clear we must rely on other people. This is also true spiritually. We don't see that, that those, there, there are those sustaining us by their prayers, those that built the buildings we use for worship, who translated and produced the Bibles we use for our study. But it's more than that. I see each Sunday when I come to Granada, a team of servants is working in the kitchen, preparing cafe con leche, cutting fruit, and Cuban bread. What we enjoy comes as a benefit of spiritual community, people willing to sacrifice themselves and their time to serve us. I see the choir and worship teams practicing, the preachers preparing messages from the Word of God, and teachers preparing too. I am reminded that we must be in this together, or it just will not work. It's a beautiful thing to see a living people, a spiritual family coming together to support and encourage each other, to share in the joy of being a people, the people of God. Here's the Apostle Paul explaining, You are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. In that beautiful description, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9 to 10, of us as a people, a spiritual community, of, of us as a nation. Now, of course, we have no homeland here on earth. We're a scattered people, but we are the people of God nonetheless. 
So let's not neglect the coming together for worship, for encouragement, for mutual support, and for the sharing of joy. Let's pray. Lord God, thank you for not leaving us alone. You have provided to us your Holy Spirit to lead us into truth, to help us, and to encourage us. You've also provided brothers and sisters to walk with us so that we would not walk alone. Help us to be grateful for these gifts of your grace, for we pray in your name. 